I haven't done this in a while, but you know what? I think it's time to bring that back. Uh, usually I, well, I used to shout out creators that I liked, but recently a lot of them, like for the longest time, none of them have really been getting my attention until Gantavius on YouTube has really been capturing my attention. I'm not going to lie. I'm a huge fan of his videos. The guy's hilarious as shit. I love the guy. And I feel like he needs more subscribers. So go to YouTube, subscribe to Dantavius. I'm a big fan of his and I'm shouting him out this week because, you know, I mean, he's got he's got a good fucking show. Anyway, can someone tell me why the fuck did the cops break into Afro Man's house? They had a search warrant with big quotes for a probable cause, which, by the way, if they were there for a legitimate reason, they wouldn't have ripped off the security cameras from the wall. Who the fuck does that? That's right. They were there for some sketchy shit. Anyway, welcome back to the Meatweed Podcast, where I forgot what we were talking about today. I'm not going to lie. Um, that Afro Man business really caught me off guard. But the thing is, this is kind of old news. At least it would be if the cops weren't suing them. You broke into the house, motherfucker. Like, like what the fuck is the thought process here? No justice, no chance. Anyway. I wonder how many people had a Google um, who Afro Man was. Like, I know, I, I realize now that that name is common for me, but... A lot of people probably just Googled him because the younger crowd doesn't really know. They didn't grow up with the, um, because they got high, that thing. Like, I get it, okay? I, I get it. Uh, anyway, welcome back to the Meatweed Podcast. Uh, we're toning it down a bit. You know, all the energy came out at the beginning. I had a long day at work. I'm tired. That's right. We're back to work. I know the, um, I know the flood in California wasn't exactly everyone's cup of tea, but I understand, okay? Like, the flood sucks. In fact, it's still ongoing. I drive past rivers now instead of just dry canals, which it's disturbing, but at the same time, you can't really change the course of Mother Nature. Mother Nature is going to do what it wants, and there's just no changing it. We either get out of our way and let her do her thing, or we try to interrupt. The problem is, when we try to interrupt, we never win. That's just, that's the nature of nature you know that's just how it is so word of advice for everyone um stay safe out there um i'd say stay dry but that's not too hard anymore at least not for some of us the thing is what also stops work is when it's raining and it stopped raining which you know half of it's half of it's done the other half is um snow melting from the mountains which i discussed in a previous episode it is going to be a lot of snow it's going to be a lot more water coming in after that, we should be in the clear. And after that, well, the drought in California should be almost done. At the very least, heavily knocked out, you know? We got so used to a drought that we didn't realize that states need water, you know? That's just how it is. It's really nice, though, how humanities tends to adapt, regardless of where you're at. You know what I mean? Like, the other day, in the dry canals, I thought... People used to, you know, just not care about them. It was like, yeah, it's a dry canal, whatever. Um, now, I see people walking up to the canals, getting fishing poles, and grabbing some fish out of the lakes, and the canals, and the everything, really. It's interesting to me, because when it first started, 
all this water coming in, there was a surge, right? It wasn't just a basic trickle. No, 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 no. It was a powerful stream of water taking dead trees and everything with it. It's calmed down. So it was much bad. Like it was much worse last month. This month I'm seeing everything chill finally. So maybe I could take a more relaxed chill approach to it as well. I've also been running again. I feel much better. I've recovered and I got to lose some weight. So, I mean, it's fine and everything. I'm doing good. Everyone, thank you. Uh, listen, before I keep going, I want to do a quick book review. And I'm going to piss off a lot of people, but I'm just going to say it anyways. I read the book Atomic Habits, okay? At least two chapters in before I closed it and just returned it. I actually returned the book. I couldn't stand it, okay? When it comes to self-help, I don't particularly care too much for the genre. It's okay. It's just sometimes you have an author who won't shut the fuck up about himself, okay? And that was the case in this, Atomic Habits. I, I returned it. Got the receipts to prove it and everything. But yeah, that's just a quick tidbit right there because I love reading, okay? I have 38 books on my Audible subscription. In fact, one of those books is the entire... It's like an entire 35 other books. So it's, it's more like 70. My math's probably wrong, but I'm a reader. I don't do math. Speaking of which, I have a book that I published five years ago. Seven copies have been sold. <laughs> it's always fun. Um, when you're not the highest published author, it's one thing. But then you read shit like that and you think, why them? You know? We here at the Meatweed Podcast also pause the recording when we burp now. No more burping or farting or anything on the podcast, I guess. <laughs> I mean, it, whatever. Listen, I know that this microphone is very clear. You can probably hear me scratching my arm right now. Maybe some other stuff shuffling around. I don't want that, okay? I don't, I don't, want, the, I don't want to clog up the audio with stuff that I don't need clogging up the audio. Listen, I've been thinking about a number of things right now. One of them, the California flood. Another, Afro man um, being sued by the police, even though they destroyed his surveillance equipment, traumatized his kids, and stole $400 from him. That's neither here nor there, you know. Just, just, just a little thing. I'm sure you'll give it back, probably. But we all know how sensible police can be. The thing is, right, there was another thing. I don't know if I could talk about it. However, I'm going to have to talk about it. Because the thing is, it just started today, and I looked it up. I was doing some research, trying to be as unbiased as possible, but Donald Trump is on trial. And that's a big... That's a big deal. Because regardless of what happens, there's going to be some sort of retribution from the people who voted for him. People are devout followers of Trump, right? I'm not, I don't care what side of the political spectrum you're on. Democrat, Republican, anything, right? We accept everything here at the Meatweed Podcast. I don't care. But this man in particular has a very devote, like devoted following, right? It's not subtle. Like it, it's not something minuscule. It's not something you can ignore. I've seen videos of people praying to Trump. Honest to God, they would say prayers. They wouldn't say God. They wouldn't say Jesus. They would say Trump. That really blew my mind hearing that. Um, and it's something, <clears throat> sorry. It's something seeing it. It's another thing wondering, where do we go from here? You know? I'm just kind of sitting there watching the news and then I pause it, turn it off, and I go do something else because I think whatever happens, happens, okay? But, again, that's 
It's going to be wild. There's a thing right now, right, that's really toying in my head. It's living in there rent-free, and I saw it an hour ago. That's why it didn't help. There was a really fucked up situation that happened. I don't know what... I don't know the exact details, right? There was this lady from Russia recording herself, and she was talking in front of a building. And behind her, a man jumps out of the building, commits suicide, right? Jumps out of the building, lands on his head right next to her. And she just screams. Luckily, she didn't turn the camera around. But it is insane watching a man commit suicide on a vi- on a vlog, you know? Ugh, damn. I was just thinking about that, and I think, I know some of you saw that on Twitter. And the worst part is the comments, because if you're on Twitter, do yourself a favor. If you're new to Twitter, don't read the comments, because fuck me, those people are awful. I mean, Jesus. It's like, I get it, okay? There's this thing where you use humor in a dark situation in order to lighten the mood, right? I understand that. I do it myself. I've done it before. I will do it again. But some of you people didn't miss the mark entirely. (laughs) I mean, there was this joke that someone said where after, after um, after the man fell and, and killed himself, by the way, this person commented, what you gotta do to get noticed by girls nowadays? Dude, <laughs> read the fucking room. You know what? I can't even say that because the rest of the room was making jokes as well, right? I mean, they were all the similar vein of, oh, he got noticed. The woman is traumatized. The woman is fucking scarred for life, okay? And it's interesting to me that later on, right, later on in the comments, more people started doing this similar thing where they would post photos saying, I would end my life in front of these people to change the course of their life forever. This is some, like, I'm into dark humor. This is dark even for me, okay? Maybe I'm just getting old. Maybe I'm finally maturing, like a fine wine. Like a fine Veda Kotz wine. Very good, very delicious. I'm not even going to lie, halfway through this recording, I just want a glass of wine now. Maybe that's going to be a thing, you know, one of these days. I've actually had this idea too. Uh, Email me with your comments on this, but I thought about starting another podcast that's more serious. And I'm not going to explain what it's about. It's more like true crime kind of thing, you know what I mean? I've heard that, I've been told that I have the voice for it. I don't know if that's true, but I'll take your word for it. That's a story for another day, though, right? If we got, um... What's the word? Um, If we got another podcast, I'll let you guys know. You guys already know. I'm, I'm a big fan of shouting myself out. Um, that sounds very egotistical. I'm sorry. No, but, um... Look, something came across my mind, and I'm thinking, well, I'm on this podcast where I can talk about whatever I want, and there's no topic. So, I'm gonna ask you guys something, right? Do you guys remember around the 2007-2009 era, this very unusual ad that played on the television? The other day, right, I just remembered it randomly. And it was unusual to me because I thought it was a fever dream, but no. Many people are recalling this very strange ad from 2007 that was specifically about Quiznos sandwiches. If you... Um, let me, let me just... Okay, I, I don't like... I gotta sing the song, okay? Um, I don't wanna. You know what? Um, headphone users, be warned, because there's no way to properly sing this song without screaming. Um, 
Queen Kassab! We have a pepper <coughs> Ow. Okay. Yeah, that didn't help whatsoever. I apologize for headphone users. The thing is, right? It was that weird ad with the two incredibly fucked up looking creatures that looked like they were an amalgamation of different stuff put together singing about Quiznos sandwiches. And it was there were two of them. There was a number of these ads around the 2007 era. And if you remember it, congratulations, you qualify for a veteran's discount. Um, I remember it vaguely because I was a kid at the time. But I remember it being scary. Like, honestly, genuinely terrifying. It didn't make me hungry for Quiznos. After I saw that ad, I genuinely remember every time someone brings up Quiznos. In fact, that's the funny thing, right? I think this advertisement was such a colossal failure that they kind of pushed Quiznos out of the limelight for years. I'm an adult now, right? I'm about to get... I'm 30 in four years. And I have heard no one talk about Quiznos. No, I've heard no one say it's your favorite place to eat. I've heard no one say anything positive about it. I've heard no one talk about it. Okay? The reason it stands out to me so much, that advertisement, is because for the longest time, those creatures in the ad... I didn't know that they have names. Um, and I... It's funny, too. I learned the the name of the, the creatures. They're sponge monkeys, right? What does it mean? I, I don't know either. In fact, no one on the internet knows. If you look up sponge monkeys, you're going to get those two creatures and a flurry of hate comments. Nobody liked this ad, and it was Quizno's biggest advertisement flop ever. In fact, it ranks close to number one on the creepiest mascots of all time because it was very short-lived. I feel like they quickly knew what was going on. In fact, what the f- Like, what were they smoking? You know, what what kind of ganja were you on? Because I guarantee it was laced with PCP or crack or something. That was not a good ad. In fact, it was so bad that throughout the years, I occasionally remember it and I just think, what were they thinking? It takes a lot for me to say that because I'm from the, the arty community, okay? I've seen modern art. I've seen weird displays. I've seen that guy cover himself in- in like a shit ton of clay and then like start painting his own face. I saw that and I thought there's some artistic interpretation there. Okay. But with this advertisement, what were you on? Crack isn't even strong enough to get that high. But listen, I remember it because it was weird and I'm weird, but I'm not that weird. Okay. This is a cut above. This is comparing <laughs> the... <laughs> This is like that meme where it's hydrogen bomb versus coughing baby. I'm the coughing baby. I literally coughed earlier because I couldn't even sing like the creatures. The one thing I remember about the way they sang is you don't have to be a heavy smoker to be able to sing like that. And what didn't help was the off-tuned instruments and everything. I, I can't play the ad on the podcast for copyright reasons, but... The singing wasn't like, I know I fucked up, right? I was screaming and everything. Keep in mind, that was only a mild exaggeration. In fact, it wasn't an exaggeration. I didn't go far enough. This ad sucked ass. So why even bring it up in the modern day? Well, first off, I got the year wrong. It wasn't 2007. It was 2002. Which I also got wrong. It's 2003. 2003 is when the ads came out. 2002. See, I'm getting ahead of myself. Why bring it up again? There's lore. I did not know that. This is early internet 
pre-YouTube, okay? There's a website called rathergood.com, very old website, but I found the original before the Quiznos ad video on there. The sponge monkeys were a thing before the Quiznos ad. I thought they were exclusively made for the Quiznos advertisement. I don't know, again, I don't know how the hell they got the rights to the commercial, but they did, so you know, good on them. Chase that bag, brother. But what the hell was going on back then? Early internet was strange. I should know, I used to be a big a big member back on there. Of course, I wasn't around the time YouTube started. I was around the time YouTube was finally uh, established as the main platform. Ray William Johnson era, uh, you know, stuff like that. But it blows my mind that I have to go pre-YouTube era in order to find the lore behind this, okay? You gotta understand, the Sponge Monkeys made a song when I was learning to ride a tricycle. <laughs> so... To see it still referenced in my head, this must have been, okay, the ad sucked, but it was effective because I'm still thinking about it. I'm talking about fucking Quiznos. There's not even a Quiznos near me. In fact, I had to drive at least an hour to go to one. And you bet your ass I am not making a pilgrimage for a fucking sandwich because a rat sang it to me God knows how long ago. How many years has it been? 20 full years it's been 20 years wait a minute that means i was six okay that makes sense yeah i was still riding tricycles at six what the fuck i guess i had training wheels you know what i was a slow kid let's just say that um again advertisements i guess there's no such thing as bad publicity but in this case it was awful even time magazine came out and said that was the worst advertisement we've ever seen but i don't blame them why bring it up again it's strange, sure, there's lore, it's pre-internet, it was made in 2002, and it was released on rathergood.com because YouTube didn't exist at the time. Why bring it up? Think of it like this. The reason I bring it up is it because the Sponge Monkeys, despite how strange it was, there was a seed planted when it was originally made. Because if it wasn't for the Sponge Monkeys pioneering internet advertisements in the modern day, we probably wouldn't be where we're at. Quiznos was ahead of the curve. The problem is, they were too far ahead, okay? They were to the point where everyone in the comments unanimously agrees. I've seen these old videos and they say, if this came out in 2017, it would have been a smash hit. Quiznos would have been on every corner. The problem is, Quiznos got a little too ambitious and I keep saying the brand, I'm just gonna say sandwich shop or whatever. I don't wanna give them free advertisement. I don't do free ads, but yeah. So, this is an early example of the internet making its way out of the internet and onto television. And now, the internet is more powerful than television, so, how nice. I mean, we got actual celebrities trying to be YouTubers. Like, I, I saw that years ago, and I still thought it was strange seeing it progress in the way it has, so to speak. <laughs> but yeah, I just thought I'd talk about the Quiznos rats, the sponge monkeys. Every comment I've read online, not just from commenters, but from actual journalists, fucking hate the ad. Like, it is unanimously disliked. I hate it too, don't get me wrong. It's just the fact that there's lore behind it that blew my mind. Because I thought it was a one-off thing. I thought it was a fever dream. And many people agree. A lot of people have gone into the comment section of every video and on verygood.com. 
and they've just gone, I just wanted to make sure I wasn't dreaming. The reason I brought it up. TikTok recently reminded me of it as well. And I wish it didn't. I now got to spread the word and tell people, hey, there's lore. Look it up. I always hate that. I, I happen to do that, okay? I don't like not knowing things, but then I curse myself with knowledge and I know too much. It's... This is my stone to bear, I guess. While I'm on the topic of the old... The olden days, when I was a child and the internet was young, there was a beautiful... Beautiful little thing that Adult Swim did that I genuinely fucking hate them for. Uh -huh. You thought I was going to say something. <laughs> I just wanted to jump scare you. Wake you up if you're falling asleep. Listen, there was a time where Adult Swim released this thing called The Dawn is Your Enemy. And if you recognize that text, then you recognize the unsettling eyes and terrifying music that played on that one fateful night that purposely gave kids nightmares. You see, Adult Swim shares the channel with Cartoon Network, but after a certain time, it changes. And when that change occurs, it is normally a good idea for all little kids' eyes, little children who are watching the um, their cartoons, you know, their cartoons are over. The kids should be going to bed. The adults, it is now their turn on the television. But just in case little prying eyes stayed up a little too long, Adult Swim decided we need to find a way to shush them to bed. Just saying goodnight is not enough. Just let's make sure that they're going to bed. Let's make sure those little prying eyes are in bed. Let's make sure those little shits are in bed and they don't get up. My God, did they succeed beyond their wildest dreams? Because people to this day are talking about the dawn is your enemy. That is like I saw it, right? I was watching it late at night. I'm an adult. I'm a grown-ass man, and I was still unsettling for me. Because I remember seeing it as a kid, and I turned off the TV, and I ran home, I ran to my bed crying. <laughs> I remember that. I was like, ah! you know, just screaming like... Oh, I was a little shit back then, but still. It is unsettling. But that was the point. You see, the point was, if kids are still watching, they're going to see this. They're going to turn off the TV and go to bed. However, most people remember The Dawn is Your Enemy... Not because of, not because they stayed up to watch the shows, but they fell asleep by accident with the television on and the unsettling music woke them up. Imagine waking up to something you're not even sure is really happening because this wasn't a TV show. This was one of those adult swim blips, you know, like in between shows, they'll have these little animations or just like pictures or, you know, art from local artists or anyone in the studio. But this one in particular was super fucking terrifying eyes glued on the screen, looking like the eyes look scared, okay? They look scared, they look tired, and they were from a grown man. There was no, the rest of the face was all gone. It was just eyeballs drawn, well, well detailed eyeballs, a sun creepily staring above the horizon, and unusual places, right? Just a weird thing in the background. Followed by unsettling music and just the text saying, The Dawn is your enemy. Now, as an adult, it's like, that's weird, but okay, whatever. As a child, this is the sign of end times, you know what I mean? Like, this is letting you know, get the fuck to bed. 
This is letting you know, yeah, this is, you're either in bed or you're having a nightmare. And there's no way to truly tell. Damn. You know, that's all I could say. Just look up the dawn is your enemy. And if you're an adult, I'm telling you right now, look at it through the eyes of a child. Picture a kid seeing this at 10 at night. Parents are asleep. All the lights are off. They're trying to, they're trying to, you know, sneak to the television, put the volume down and watch it. And that shit comes up. Yeah, they're going to go to bed. That's like the fucking ring movie. Okay. That I still remember it. Okay. I'm remembering a lot of old things because, you know, I look on TikTok and there's people who are like, hey, this was a thing back then. It's like, yeah, it was. And we didn't like it. Neither of those two things that I talked about, the unsettling commercial or the unsettling adult swim blip. I didn't like either one. However, I was introduced to Robot Chicken because I watched past the thing that was going on. After seeing the unsettling thing, I didn't go to bed. I wanted to see something to cheer me up. And then I found Robot Chicken and I learned more about crude humor. I was nine. <laughs> so yeah, that was, that was awesome. I didn't do it justice by talking about it, okay? I did not. Because what I did, right, is Thanks to the magic of the internet, I decided I'm going to go online and find the non-copyrighted version, which is just a few seconds, okay? A sample bit, so to speak. So, imagine this, okay? Uh, headphone user's warning. So imagine that, right? Oh no, there's, there's going to be, um, the, the Don is your enemy, and then unsettling art on the TV, nothing is moving by the way, and then this plays. Listen, if you're not currently shitting your pants right now, don't worry, because I just did. Yeah, that brought back some memories, just hearing that again. I I didn't have to upload the full song, I really hope this doesn't get taken down for copyright, but I made sure to include as little of it as I could, okay? Doesn't seem like it's gonna be that big of an issue, but let's hope for the best, right? Thumbs up for me. What? Did I just quote Taras Cool from Crazy Russian Hacker? Oh my god, I'm old. <laughs> Yeah, I, I guarantee some of you don't even remember Crazy Russian Hacker, right? The guy who was Russian, like, what's up, everybody? Welcome back to Motherboard Toy, where safety is number one priority. And then he just goes to town on whatever whatever he's doing. Mm. God, that... Ugh, I have chills just thinking about the... I'm trying to distract myself from the Don is your enemy, but hearing the song did not bring back positive memories of that event. Um... Again, the robot chicken was more of a cope. You know what I mean? You know when you have trauma as a kid and you're thinking back on it, you just have chills down your spine? That's me right now. So, uh, sorry for those who I, um, awoke something in you. <laughs> My bad, I didn't mean to do that. Anyway, um, that sucked. Honestly, that just sucked. That, wow. Seriously. Oh, man. <laughs> oh, right, I forgot. I've been talking with my girlfriend about making another YouTube video, right? The thing is, she's she's amazing, right? I love her so much. She helps me with everything that I do, on not only on this podcast, but on the YouTube channel. And I couldn't ask for a better, you know, life partner. You know what I mean? And she mentioned something that was a good idea. I'm going to go to the dollar store for props instead of um, buying stuff that are more expensive elsewhere. Because the thing is... I'm working on stuff for YouTube, but I use props that are a little pricey. You know what I mean? Like, I shouldn't be spending that much on things that I'm inevitably going to destroy. But I love her idea. So I'm going to go to the dollar store and see what I can do with um, the stuff that I currently have. Because I'm not going to lie. One of the props that I have 
for a video that I have planned out on its own cost me $37. Keep in mind, I was out of work for a month. So that was a big chunk of change for me. All, all to be destroyed in a few minutes, right? But at the same time, it's not that it'd be destroyed. It's just be, it'd just be unusable, you know? It's something that if I could find a cheaper version of it, I will use the cheaper version of it for the video because the more expensive version is something I can actually use. Uh, essentially, I'm getting tired of being wasteful. Um, and she's helping me with that, you know? They, they say that a good... Um, that when you're in a good relationship, that person will bring out the best in you. And that's exactly what my girlfriend's been doing. So I know she's listening. Thank you, honey. I love you. Anyway, that's going to do it for this episode of the Meatweed Podcast. Um, I know I know there was no direction in this episode. But hey, that's why, that's how Canada's Angry was. when you know, And that's my most famous episode. I don't know why. I still don't know. Maybe because I recorded it 20 minutes after waking up. And the entire time, you just hear my morning voice. I don't know. This isn't my morning voice either. This is my after work voice. This is my, I worked a 12 hour shift and I'm finishing my podcast voice. Wow, that was a big burp. And just, I just mentioned earlier too that I wasn't going to do that on the podcast, but I'm sorry, I'm a little crude. But yeah, follow my socials. Uh, I've got a Twitter. I've been way more active on Twitter. I'm more active on TikTok as well, just to be on the safe side. A lot of stuff that's on there is going to be uploaded elsewhere. Um on my YouTube as YouTube Shorts or on Instagram as Instagram Reels. I'm going to do both just to be on the safe side in case one goes down, the other's still there. But I was being serious last time I said, download my TikToks. There's quite a few of them and I don't have enough space on my phone. So, you know, I'm going to post them elsewhere just to be on the safe side. Maybe maybe they'll stay up. You never know. But yeah, um, again, I'll see you guys next week. And I apologize to those I re-traumatized with the song. Um, my bad but you know i'm living through hell doing the research you're gonna do it with me all right see you guys next week